Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. Hey, as you know, we talk about it a lot. Not if, but when the world kicks your butt. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and kick your butt back up. And that's the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast, to help you live your best kickin' life. So buckle up. Here we go. everyone master grogan coming at you again with an exciting kicking life podcast episode number 160 coming your way folks i know i can't believe it either 160 episodes yeah baby and as always if you have not checked out previous episodes make sure as soon as you're done listening to this one scan back through scroll back through those babies and check them out got 159 others for you to listen to now the last episode uh, we talked about kind of this whole month we're talking about healthfulness and different themes and tips to go along with healthfulness, more than just, you know, eating and exercising, but overall healthfulness. Like uh, we talked about last week, good habits. We had Master Troy Dorsey on the show, eight-time world champion, uh, the only person in, I guess, in history that holds three different belts in three different sports, full-contact karate, kickboxing, and boxing. An amazing, amazing show. You'll have to check that one out. Talks about the faith of being a Christian, a born-again Christian, and some of his, uh, oh, I guess, earlier poor choices. I mean, we've all made them, right? He talked about getting into drugs and alcohol, and, you know, he's on top of the world being a world champion, but yet something was missing in his life, and it was that spiritual component. So that is a great, great show, as I'm kind of biased. I think they're all great shows, right? And if I didn't, I wouldn't air them. Because I know your time's valuable. That's why I promised you each and every week that I'm going to give you everything I've got to have the best guests, to have the best content, to provide you with the best knowledge and wisdom. Why? One, it's the right thing to do. But most importantly, because I truly want you to live your best kick in life. And for our new followers and new friends out there listening in for the first time, what is a kick in life? A kick in life is it's more than just a good life, more than just a great life, more than just an awesome life. It's a kicking life, baby. You're kicking life's butt, cashing checks, taking names. Yeah, because we know it's not a matter of if life kicks our butt, but a matter of when life's going to kick our butt next. That's the unfortunate side of it. I'm going to be transparent, folks. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to give you everything I've got. But at, at one point in time, we're all battling something. I have no idea what you're battling. I have no, you have no idea what I'm battling. We're all battling our own battles. But one thing is for sure, we're all battling. Yeah, so collectively, let's work together. And you hear me talk a lot about the weeds in your garden, and I'm talking about your mental garden. So you can all visualize a garden that you have, and if you do nothing with that garden, that fertile soil, what's going to happen? Weeds are going to take over. The weeds of negativity, just like the weeds of society, take over. The weeds of negativity, yeah, it's everywhere. It's unfortunate, but it's true, man. That's the reality of things. So this whole show and everything I talk about, not only here on the Kickin' Life podcast, but uh, if you're not following me on Facebook, it's Kickin' Life with Master Grogan. We've also got Live Your Best Kickin' Life. That's a group. Uh, what's another group? Oh, we just started Bully Proof Our Kids with Master Grogan. So all the parents out there, make sure you follow that group. Man, all kinds of great content. Always posting stuff there. Instagram, it's Kickin' Life, K-I-C-K-I-N Life. I don't do a whole lot with Twitter, but we still have the Kickin' Life there as well. But the whole idea is us collectively working together to build a tribe, build a tribe of positive, motivational, inspirational people working together. Now, you don't have to be a speaker. You don't have to be an author. You be the best you. But be 
you. Don't try and be a cheap replica of somebody else. Be the best you can be. Be a good person. Smile. Say hi. Please. Thank you. Let somebody out in traffic. All the moral values, all the respect, all the manners, all the discipline that used to make, you know, it used to be a commonplace in our society. Now it's uncommon. So it's easier than ever to stand out in the crowd. I share this with you because I, I want you to pass this on to your kids as well. Because the kids, and it's an old cliche, the kids are our future, but it's true. <laughs> That's the thing about cliches, right? They've been around for a long time because they got a certain amount of truth to them. There it is. So what are we talking about today? Now that I got you all excited about you know, what's been going on and kind of prepping our new listeners, as you can tell, I'm energetic, motivated, and my whole goal is to empower you because I know time, the most sacred commodity. You could be listening to anything right now. The fact that you're taking time to listen to me, yeah, baby, I'm going to give it everything I've got to help empower you to be your very, very best. So someone out there, you need to hear this message. And if you need to hear it, I guarantee somebody else needs to hear it. So that's the beauty of building our tribe. Share this with somebody. Tag somebody that you know would benefit from this message or from previous episodes, once again, to help them live their best kick in life. Because that's how we got to do it, folks. We have got to work together. Sort of like the unity of a fist. Think about your fist or think about your hand. If your hand is open, you got each individual finger doing their own thing, right? <laughs> you hear the finger. Some people probably, <laughs> you get the one, one finger salute sometimes in traffic, right? Yeah, somebody letting you know they're number one. Well, once again, those fingers are all doing their own thing. What I'm talking about is squeeze those fingers together, make a nice fist, and then that thumb wraps over the top of that second and third knuckle. That's a fist. That's unity. That's strength. That's power. That can do amazing things. And that's what I mean by building our tribe, working together to get back those moral values. Yeah. Talk about being a Christian. And if you're not a Christian, that's okay. I mean, heck, it's not like we're going to, oh, you can't be a part of this group. No, 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 no. I, I was baptized a year and a half ago. One of the best things, best decisions I've ever done in my life, simply because I feel there was a missing component in my life. And I think, uh, we could all be better served if we had a little more God in our life, right? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, what's today's show about? Healthfulness. We're kind of continuing this theme that we've had for the, the whole entire month here. And healthfulness this week, we're going to talk about confidence and self-esteem. And how does that relate to healthfulness? Well, simple. The more confident you are in yourself, in your abilities, the more you believe in yourself, the better you feel about yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah, no one likes to feel inferior. No one likes to, and there, there's fear out there. You know, there, there, you could fear, I like to think the acronym of fear is, uh, few, I almost forgot what it is, future events appearing real. So sometimes we invest too much into what possibly could go wrong, what possibly could happen. Oh, if I do this, this could go wrong. This could happen. You're right, it could. But here's the thing, by doing nothing, that causes even more fear, even though you feel, well, I'm comfortable here. No, you're not living life, man. No, don't let the fear take over. So future events appearing real, that sometimes scares the heck out of us. And the truth be told, we only have two innate fears that we're ever born with. The fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. All these other fears we've created in our mind, and we've created them and, and held on to them so long they become a stronghold. Let's think of fear as this. Face everything and rise, baby. How about that acronym? Yeah, face it. Rise up, take on that challenge. And that is how you live your best kick in life. So confidence, doing things we haven't done before. Yeah, maybe if you're single, talking to somebody, 
I mean, maybe online or maybe you, 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 you go out and I don't suggest going out to bars as a place to pick up, uh, you know, the opposite sex, whether it be a man or woman, whoever it is there. I mean, you do what you want to do, but the confidence and also confidence to stand up for yourself at work. If your boss is, you know, treating you unfairly and I never liked that. It's not fair. I don't like that nonsense at all. That's playing the victim card and playing the victim card is no way, no way to live your best kick in life. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's not good for you. And I get people post things all the time. Well, you don't understand my problems. You don't understand this. You don't understand what I've been through. No, I don't. I'm never going to lie and say I do. But here's the thing. You are responsible, regardless what somebody may have done to you years ago. Accept responsibility for where you are right here, right now. And that is based on the choices you've made in the past. I'm sure somebody's wronged you. Somebody's wronged me. I mean, countless times. I was bullied severely. But my whole goal with the show and whole goal of everything else is to empower you to move past that. Don't, don't focus on the past. Learn from the past. And right now, focus on what you have right here, right now to live your best kick in life. Do the little things. That's what I'm saying about building that confidence. And here's the thing what I think confidence is. Confidence is your belief in yourself to do a skill, to do something, to do something maybe you've never done before. And confidence is, is, is displayed by the little things you do every single day, the little daily habits, the little daily disciplines, building confidence within yourself, that self-respect. And what that leads to, when you do things enough and you become more and more confident in it, and, and here's the thing about confidence. Confidence is very, very fragile, very fragile. It's unfair, but that's just the reality of life. And here I'm going to be transparent and honest. I'm going to give you what I call my right hook of reality. So some of these things is going to be bang, a shot in the chops. And it's not meant to be rude or disrespectful, but I always feel if I'm not being upfront and forthright and honest, that's being disrespectful, right? Yeah, yeah. Having somebody lie to you, <laughs> that does no good. It doesn't mean we have to be mean and rude and disrespectful, but it does mean let's be honest. Let's be open with one another. And what is confidence and why is confidence fragile? Because it can seem like you work so hard, work so hard, work so hard, and then somebody says something rude, mean, or negative to you. Confidence. Like somebody let the air out of your balloon. It's gone. So by continuous to build that confidence, that's going to establish what you're really shooting for, and that's your self-esteem, your self-worth, the value you place on yourself. You build that confidence up, well, the more confident you become, the more challenge you're going to take on. You're going to have a setback. That's just how it is. But the more you do the right thing, the more you do those simple little things, the more you respect yourself by, you know, if you decide, hey, I'm going to weight loss program. Well, every single day is going to be a challenge. Know that going in confidently go with it with the intent, the mindset that I'm going to overcome this challenge. I'm going to do this thing, baby. And every day that you do, that's going to build that confidence. And the more confidence you build up, the more it's going to start working toward that self-respect, that self-worth, which is going to build up your self-esteem. Now, self-esteem, really completely different than self-confidence. Self-esteem, self-esteem is that foundation you've built. You've built that on solid ground. That doesn't mean your life's going to be all sunshine and rainbows. Those that listen to the show all the time, you know how I feel about that. Just like Rocky says, let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine or rainbows. Yeah, it ain't. No. But it is a beautiful place. It is a beautiful thing. That doesn't mean there isn't <laughs> negativity out there. There isn't weeds waiting to jump and take over your mental garden. They're there, baby. They're always going to be there. But the more self-esteem, the self-respect, and self-worth you have for yourself, the more you believe in yourself, the more you constantly work on building that self-confidence. 
That is what established that self-esteem. Yeah. So how do we do this? Well, there's a lot of different ways. Like I mentioned, the helpfulness part of it is having, and we talked about it on this previous episode about developing those good habits, those good daily disciplines, those little bitty things. Well, first thing, be impeccable with your word, which comes from one of my favorite books of all time by Dan Miguel Ruiz. It's called The Four Agreements. Number one agreement, be impeccable with your word. You say you're going to do it, baby, then do it, man. Do it. If you say you're going to do it, then do it. Be honest with yourself. Is that easier said than done? Yes, everything is easier said than done. But if you can discipline yourself to do it, and let me give you an example. If you say, look, I'm going to start eating better, you're going to have challenges. You know, there's going to be temptations of ice cream and cookies or going out, or you may be tired from a long day at work, so you're tempted to drive through the fast food line. You're going to be tempted to do it, and it's going to be easier to do it. And you're going to make an excuse saying, you know what, it's just one time. Don't do it that one time. Because you've caved in. You've lied to yourself. You weren't impeccable with your word. And that doesn't help your self-confidence. And that sure as heck doesn't help your self-esteem and self-respect and self-worth. Stay true to it. And before you know it, the next day, overcome that challenge or temptation to do it. The next day. The next day. Now you've got three, four, five days in a row. Yes. Now, people like to say you can have a cheat day. And you can. You can. It's living life. Don't beat yourself up over it. But make sure if it's one cheat day, that's all it is, is one. Don't let that turn into two, three, four, five, because it will. It will. You know it will. I once heard a speaker say that everybody has lost 100 pounds before. And when he said that, I'm like, what? 100 pounds? What are you talking about? He goes, yeah, we've all, we've all lost 100 pounds at one point in time. Let me tell you how you came to that conclusion. We've set goals for ourselves, and we've lost 5 to 10 pounds 5 to 10 different times. Whoa. How's that for a right hook? Man. I mean, you were disciplined for a while, but then the discipline wore off. How? I don't know. Like going to the gym. I'm going. I'm going. Well, here's the thing. Yes, you want to reach those lofty goals, but realize whatever shape you're in right now, whatever level of fitness or mental health or emotional strength or spiritual health you have right now, all the years, say, just say you're 40 years old. You've, it's taken 40 years to get to where you're at. doesn't mean it's going to take another 40 to get to where you want to go, but it does mean you've built up a lot over that time. So it's going to take a little time to get there. Say you're 30 pounds overweight. Well, 30 pounds didn't just hop on your body one night. You went to bed, you woke up the next day, boof. 30 pounds heavier. How the heck did that happen? Now, it may seem like that, but you know it didn't. So it's going to take a little bit of time. So set those lofty goals, baby. Be confident, believe in yourself, but also respect yourself enough to know it's going to be a little bit of a journey and make it for a lifetime. Yeah, a lifetime change. And you start doing those little things, and that's where that self-esteem and self-confidence and self-worth and self-respect all start to build up on, upon itself. And here's the reality. You're going to be flying high, feeling good, and something's going to come along and smack you right in the chops and knock you back down. That's when you have to determine, am I going to get back up or am I just going to lay here? That's what kicking life is all about. Not if, but when life kicks your butt, get your butt back up, motivated, inspired. But you're not going to be able to do it alone. You need help. You need friends. You need accountability partners. You need others working on the same mission. Yeah. 
helping one another. That's the fist I was talking about. Unity, strength, power, honor, integrity, justice, respect, and helping one another. Whew, I'm getting all excited here. I got some goosebumps here, baby. I, I do all these shows standing up in the recording studio, and the producers look through the window and like, what in the world is he doing now? <laughs> I'm literally jumping around the studio here. <laughs> but that's it, baby. I'm bringing it. I want to give you all I got. Yeah. Now, is my life all sunshine and rainbows? Waiting. Absolutely not. No. Gosh, no. And I don't know the battles, once again, that you're fighting. You know the battles that I'm fighting, but I guarantee it, we're all fighting our own battles. We are. That's part of life. But with me doing this show gives me a chance to uh, reach, you know, thousands, literally millions of people that I wouldn't be able to reach just in our community. In our community, I'm blessed. I'm honored to have our martial arts academy, Grogan's Academy of Martial Arts in downtown Edwardsville, Edwardsville, Illinois. So if you're in this area, man, come check us out. First class is completely free just to see what we're all about. But I will tell you this, we're different, and we're different for a reason. I do not, do not, do not believe in everybody gets a belt or everybody gets a trophy just for showing up. I'm going to help these kids. We're going to empower these kids and adults to earn it. And that's how you earn self-respect, by earning it. And I realize everybody's different. Everybody's fighting their own battles. But everybody can make a conscious choice to put forth your very best attitude, have your very best attitude, and put forth your very best effort. And that's all I'm saying to do here. And that's what builds that confidence and that builds that self-esteem. So moving on, kind of bringing this all in together here. Oftentimes, and I am plenty guilty of this, I talk about this all the time because I want to get better at it. I share this with you because I know there's somebody, I know there's hundreds, probably millions of people out there listening that are battling this same battle right now. And it deflates our self-confidence. It deflates our self-esteem. It deflates our self-worth, our self-respect. And what is that? Valuing the opinion of people that really shouldn't matter in our lives. Yeah. And second, and it's a close second, it's a close second, and that is judging ourselves according to others. What I mean by that is, like we were just, we went to Six Flags here, and uh, Six Flags, those in the uh, Midwest, you know, it's a theme park in St. Louis, Missouri. Good stuff. We went to Six Flags, good day. The whole family went, which was fantastic, by the way. And it was kind of, uh, I don't know, it was like Saturday night. We say, hey, tomorrow morning, let's go to church and let's go to Six Flags. All right, let's do it. And it was a really, really good time. But what happens is we, uh, we went there and then we went to the water park, which was fantastic. And I don't know, <laughs> sometimes a bit of a people watcher, just watching. And, and I have been plenty guilty of this. And I'm sure I know others have too. You go there, and you see some people that, unfortunately, have really let their bodies go. They, their nutrition, their physical fitness, and, and, and here's the sad thing. It's a large majority of our kids because all they're doing is sitting inside playing on their devices all the time. So I'm seeing young kids, which are, my goodness, I'm talking like stretch marks, and they're obese, and it kills me. It really does. Like, come on. And then the parents, and once again, I shouldn't be judging others, but I'm, I'm making a point here. These people, you look, and they're like, well, I could be in better shape, but at least I'm not that bad. We all do it. And then you see somebody else who's in phenomenal shape, and you're like, well, yeah, but uh, they, he does, they, they don't have the problems that I have. So we make excuses to feel comfortable with where we're at. And there's nothing wrong with being happy with yourself 
But if you know you could be doing better, don't get stuck in that complacency mode of comfortability. Don't do it. And don't compare yourself by judging others, saying, well, I'll never be as great as that person because uh, they don't have the problems I've got. Once again, making excuses. That's not living your best kick in life. And then on the other side saying, well, at least I'm not that bad. Oh, you can't win that game. You don't know the battles they're facing. You don't know what they're going through. But don't judge yourself according to where they are, where you think they are. That does not help your self-confidence at all. You be you, the best you you can be. Oscar Wilde, says, is a great, great, great quote. Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. Oftentimes, we want to be like everybody else. We can never be them. And why would you want to be a cheap replica? That does not help your self-esteem. That does not help your self-confidence. And that is not a helpful way of living. No, be you and be the best you you can be. It's that person in the mirror, baby. That's the only person you have any effect on. That's the only person you can change. That's the only person that you can mold into who you were born to be. Yeah, you can empower others, and I love that. That's what this show is all about is empowering, inspiring, and motivating others. But essentially, those others have to make the choice, just like you have to make that choice. So back to the Six Flags, we're there. Like I said, it was a great, great time, but it was I mean, a part of it was a little depressing, just seeing all these obese, overweight kids and adults. And I'm thinking, come on, folks. God gave you this gift, gave you this gift. And, and what are you doing with that gift? And once again, I'm probably judging a little too much, and I shouldn't be doing that. I should be more focused on myself and being the best I can be in health. And I think this, uh, uh, your healthfulness is like a four-legged chair. And this is a, a big section of my book that's coming out. The book is I Am Bullyproof. I know those that listen often, you, you know, we're in the first rough edit right now. And I'm talking rough edit because it is kicking my butt. <laughs> I, I, I love the fact that I'm able to put these thoughts and ideas and uh, this knowledge on paper. Holy smokes, man. I'd rather try to talk about it than write it. But I know a book is going to reach more of an audience than, than just uh, I can with a podcast and going around doing speeches. So that's the reason we're writing the book. And it's... Uh, the name of the book is I Am Bullyproof, Defeating the Bully Within, that bully that's went inside of all of us, that one that judges others, the one that says, oh, it's not that bad, or I'll never be as good as him, the one that defeats us, the one that kills our self-esteem and self-confidence and self-worth. Yeah, that's what it's all about. But anyway, one of the chapters, we talk about the four legs of a chair. The four legs of a chair, and I'm telling you, a lot of these legs, a lot of these legs, <laughs> none of these legs were in alignment for a good majority of my life. The four legs are... The, uh, well, <laughs> the mental side, the spiritual side, or the mental leg, spiritual leg, emotional leg, and then the physical leg. Now, for the majority of my life, the physical was top-notch, baby. I focused on that and worked out hard and always, man, that was on, on cue. The mental side, not too much. The emotional side, I worked on it. I tried, but it was uh, uh, okay. Spiritual side was non-existent. You know, my grandma would always tell me, Richie, put God first. Richie. Are you living a life by God, Richie? And to be honest, Richie was not at all. But about a year and a half ago, I was baptized, and now that spiritual leg is doing a good job. Now, I still <laughs> battle my own. I like to call them demons. So I've got to prime the pump first thing in the morning, make sure uh, on my, well, how many apps do we have on our phone, right? And how many spiritual apps. I mean, I've got, I think, probably three, four different Bible apps, uh, and then a Proverbs app, and then a, uh, kind of a spiritual enlightenment app, and it's all about positivity. But what I'm doing when I say prime the pump, 
That's the first thing I do in the morning is put those positive seeds in the mental garden. Because if not, unattended, like I said, before I know it, I'm listening to talk radio or, or, or something comes across my Instagram or Facebook feed that is political or yucky nonsense. That's polluting my brain, man. That's not good. That is not good. Don't allow that garbage into your garden. An example I often give is, if you don't like onions, then don't plant onion seeds in your garden. Because if you plant onion seeds, what the heck are you going to get? Yeah, onions. So if you don't like it, don't plant it. If you love strawberries, then plant some strawberry seeds, man. Yeah. But here's the deal. If you don't plant anything, unfortunately, the weeds and negativity are going to plant themselves. And those weeds, man, they're deep-rooted. I talk about for 40-something years, I've got some major roots, uh, weed roots, <laughs> that I've been digging up and digging up and digging up. And just when I think I got them all, another one appears. Like, where the heck did this come from? But that's just the battle I fight. But I found by priming the pump first thing in the morning, that's that self-confidence. That's that building that self-esteem, that self-respect, that self-worth, putting the right things in your, your mind first thing in the morning. Man, it helps out through the day. It really, really does. Can I see how these things tie in, folks? Yeah. So the, 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 the four-legged chair, the physical, you know, get up and exercise. Get up and walk. Get up and do something, something small to start with. And I, I love when people say, oh, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of being overweight. I'm tired of feeling unhealthy. I'm tired of not sleeping. I'm tired of being sick all the time. I'm going to do it. I'm going to exercise. Great. But take it in stride. Too many times, too often, people go to the gym, they get a membership, and for the first seven days, man, they're there every day for two hours a day. They kill themselves. That's unsustainable. And then they stop and never pick it up again. And then they develop an excuse. Well, I tried that stuff. It just wasn't for me. I couldn't find anything I liked to do. That's an excuse. Is that a right hook reality? Bang. Yes, it is. I don't know that some people are like, man, you're kind of rude, dude. I'm not rude. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. I want you to be your very, very best. I'm not going to be rude, but I'm not going to sugarcoat it either. Just like I mentioned it earlier, when people come into our academy, they don't get their uniform or their belt until after a month. They have to work hard to earn it. And how they work hard? Try doing their best. Not trying, but doing their best. Being respectful. Please and thank you. Putting their shoes side by side on the mat putting forth their best effort with their best technique, and then skill will take care of itself. Unfortunately, we got some people that come in, and they want the uniform right off the bat. And these kids uh, have been given trophies just for showing up, be given grades they haven't earned. I don't believe in that. The reason I don't believe in that, to me personally, that is bullying this kid later in life. Yeah. You're giving them stuff they haven't earned now, so they're going to get developed this entitled mindset and attitude that I should get it just because I show up. And sooner than later, life's going to hit them with the right hook of reality. It's going to bounce their little butts off the floor. And that's where they're going to lay because they've never experienced failures or setbacks. I don't like for kids to fail or not succeed. No, I'm not sadistic, man. I don't like for kids to get hurt. But a skin knee or a setback every once in a while at a young age is not the end of the world. It teaches them to get back up. You know, an old saying, why do you fall? So you learn how to pick yourself up. Yeah. As a baby, as a baby, and those with maybe new babies or folks out there listening that have kids, how many times did your child fall before they learned how to, before they learned how to walk? Countless times. 
But at any point in that, did you ever say, you know what? He's fallen 15 times. Walking's just not for him. No big deal. He'll just crawl his whole life. No, you didn't do that. You helped them. You encouraged them. You motivated them. Same thing here. Empower them, but make them work hard to earn that grade, to earn that trophy. Do those things. They skin their knee. They skin their knee, man. It's not the end of the world. Too often, we crush a kid's self-confidence because we don't allow them to fail. We don't allow them to do things on their own. And if they don't have any self-confidence, there's no way in the world they're going to have any self-esteem because one leads to the next. And the same thing with you. If you haven't failed at something in a while, you're probably not living your best kick in life. I'm not saying go out there and <laughs> do something wild and crazy just so you can fail. Failing's not fun. But he with few failures is he who hasn't lived. That's not my quote. That's Einstein. <laughs> so we could also say she with few failures is she who hasn't lived. Or anybody with few failures is anybody who hasn't lived. That's how you develop that self-esteem and that self-confidence. That's how you develop that helpfulness. That's how you live a life of purpose. Feeling like, yes, I am here for something. I am here for something better than what I'm doing right now. And if you're doing everything you want right now, man, that's great. Then use the knowledge, skill, and wisdom that you've obtained to help somebody else. That's how we do it. That's how we help one another. That's how we make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live, which is overall my mission, our purpose. Let me say it again, making society, not trying, not helping, but making society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live by empowering kids and adults to believe in themselves, to battle through adversity, to battle through challenges, to get back up, not if, but when life kicks our butt. Yeah, that's living our best kick in life, man. Is it easy? You know the answer. Heck no, it's not easy. No. Is it worth it? At times, you're going to doubt it, but yeah, it is. So back to our chair. <laughs> you get that helpfulness and that balance, the mental side. The reason I put mental number one, because if you don't change your mindset and have the right mental attitude, nothing else matters. As Metallica says, nothing else matters. Hey, that wasn't bad. Anyway, the mental side's got to be in check. I mean, you got to be open-minded. you got to be humble enough to accept things that maybe you've never heard before. All I know is I know nothing. That's probably my favorite quote from Socrates. All I know is I know nothing. That is being humble. That's developing an open mindset, an open mind, willing to realize there are things you don't know. You just don't know what you don't know. How do you know or learn what you don't know? Surround yourself with people that know the answers. And you surround yourself with enough of the right people. It's sort of like, once again, the garden. You don't like onions, don't plant onion seeds. You don't like hanging around negative people to make you feel bad. Don't hang around negative people that make you feel bad. Yeah, that's simple. But it's not. I get it. But you can do it. I want you to believe in yourself, and the payoff is worth it. But the mental side, that <laughs> you got to have an open mind. you got to self-educate. you got to surround yourself with others. you got to be humble enough to realize you just don't know what you don't know. Secondary side, the spiritual. Now, why I put that next is because regardless, if you're religious or not, you're a Christian or not, that, that's fine. I'm not here to cram religion or Christianity or anything else down your throat. You know, religion, Christianity, they have their problems too. I just know that realizing that you are just a speck in the universe, that you are not the universe, not only is that a good, humble way of living, 
being open-minded, realize you can learn from somebody else. But it's also a very inviting way of living, saying, you know what? There is a higher power than me. Whatever that may be in your world, to me, it's our Lord Jesus Christ. Like I said, I was baptized a year and a half ago. My grandma, unfortunately, she passed away in 2011. I know she was looking down on me when I was baptized and probably saying, Richie, you're a learning boy. I'm proud of you. <laughs> That's what she always used to say to me. So anyway, spiritual side. The next part's the emotional side. We all have emotions. We're human beings for crying out loud. Some days we were glad. Some days we're sad. Some days we're crying. Some days we feel like punching somebody in the face. That's emotions, man. We all have them. But you got to learn to control those emotions. And how you control those emotions? You ready for this? You ready for this? One, the things you plant in your garden in the morning. You plant negativity. You plant anger. You plant hate. What are you going to think about? Yeah. Yeah. However, you plant positivity, you plant inspirational thoughts, you plant Bible verses, you're going to be more, more patient with people, more patient with yourself. But we have those emotions. Don't beat yourself up over them. Just learn how to control those emotions. Another thing that I do for the emotional side, meditation. Actually, I just ran into a guy in a gym today and kind of going through a rough patch, and I mentioned meditation. He goes, well, I'm a Christian. I, I don't... Uh, I don't believe in that Buddha and meditation stuff. I said, well, I said, to each of their own, but let me share with you what I taught when I, when I say meditation. And I showed him one of the <laughs> literally dozen of meditative apps I've got on my phone. And the one I use is Calm, C-A-L-M. Had it for years. And it's uh, some or what, what are called, uh, um, oh, a guided meditation. Guided means the narrator will speak through it. Just reminding you to focus on the breath. Don't worry about the past. Don't worry about the future. Focus on the breath, the right here, right now. And others are unguided. It's just like sounds of the stream or sounds of a fire or sounds of rain or sounds of the ocean. Yeah, it's just relaxing thoughts. And what that does is that like reboots your, your, your mental computer. Just shuts it down, baby. It's you time. But those that haven't meditated before, I'm going to tell you, it, it's, it, it can, it's extremely great. But it can, be a lot, it can be tough, too. And what I mean by that is your mind's going to inevitably wonder. It's going to wonder. Now, here's an example I like to give, especially those first-time meditating or if you've been meditating for years. When your mind wonders, oftentimes we beat ourselves up. I know I've been plenty guilty of this. But I talk about it all the time, so I'm getting better. And that is my mind will wonder, and I'll say, oh, gosh darn it, trying to meditate. Focus, you idiot. What's wrong with you? Call myself names. Don't do that. <laughs> you tell yourself you're going to believe call yourself an idiot all the time you're going to believe you are an idiot don't do it i've done that for years upon years those are those mental weeds in that garden i keep talking about when you meditate your mind is never going to wonder just bring it slowly back and focus on the breath and here's the example i like to give picture this you put a blanket out on the beach you put a baby right in the middle of that blanket now what is that baby going to do some say well sleep well that would be great but chances are it's not going to. That baby is going to crawl to the edge of that blanket. And what do you do? Do you beat the baby? You dumb baby, get back over here. Of course not. You pick the baby up, you put the baby back in the middle of the blanket. And then the baby goes crawl off again. Once again, you calmly pick the baby up, put the baby back in the middle of the blanket. Same thing as your mind. Your mind's going to be that baby wandering off the blanket. Your mind's going to wonder. Don't beat the baby. Don't beat your mind up and call yourself an idiot and dumb and stupid and all those things because now you're going to focus on that. Then you're going to start really thinking, am I really dumb? Am I really stupid? Am I really an idiot? 
I don't know. I told myself I was. Maybe I am. No. Don't plant those seeds, man. Pick the baby up. Put it back in the middle of the blanket. But your mind, hey, let's go back to the middle. Let's go back to focusing. Easier said than done. You know the answer. Yes, it is. That's the emotional side. The last component is the physical side. And I put physical last simply because it's the easiest, yet it can also be the most difficult. What I mean by the easiest, we can all just get up from our desk. If we work at a desk job, if we work outside in construction, or we work behind a computer, whatever, and just take a little 10-minute walk. That's easy. I mean, it really, truly is. Now, of course, trying to find the time sometimes can be very, very difficult. But ready for this? We know there's 24 hours in a day. How many minutes? Anybody know how many minutes in a day? 1,440. Wow, that's a lot of minutes. I'll even give you a, a, a deeper right hook of reality. You know how many seconds are in a day? 86,400 seconds. Okay? You can squeeze in 5 to 10 minutes to go on a walk, even if you have to get up 5 or 10 minutes earlier. But that's why the physical is pretty much the easiest component because we've got the time. We just have to prioritize our time. But what makes it the most difficult? Something Jim Rohn, one of my, <laughs> and I never got a chance to meet Jim, unfortunately. But I'm working with Chris Widener, who um, wrote a book called 12 Pillars with Jim Rohn, one of my favorite books of all times, a bestseller. And uh, Chris also worked with Zig Ziglar, which is fantastic. Anyway, Jim would say, the reason things that are so easy to do are also so difficult to do, because they're really, I mean, I, I said it, but <laughs> let me backtrack. When something's so easy to do, it's also so easy not to do. Is it easy to get up 10 minutes early and go for a walk? You gosh darn right it is. But is it just as easy not to? <laughs> you gosh darn right it is. Yeah. Is it easy to say, you know what, I'm not going to eat that. I'm going to eat something healthier. Yeah. But is it just as easy to say, ah, this one time? So things that are easy to do, what makes it difficult is they're also very easy not to do. Is, is, is that hard to take in? No, man, that's not tough stuff. That's not rocket science. I tell you this, I am not the smartest person on the planet, not even close. I often like to say I made the top half of our high school graduating class possible because I wasn't in it. I was not in it. No, I didn't know I could read till 2012. I'm sure I could. I somehow got a college degree in kinesiology, which, you know, study of human movement. I love how the body works, so that fit right in. And I was a PE teacher for 11 years, which was fantastic as well. But the reason I say I didn't know I could read because I just chose not to. The people I surrounded myself with, the things I was putting in my garden were not the things I wanted. And then I started surrounding myself with a whole new group of people, started visiting other gardens, so to speak, other gardeners, find out what they're doing. And guess what? They were all reading. They were all self-educating. They were all, uh, they had a, a mindset, an attitude of gratitude, a mindset of humility, wanting to learn more. It's like, whoa, it's out there. You got to look for it, but it's out there. Unfortunately, the negativity, those weeds, we don't do anything, they're going to grow, those weeds take over. And anybody's got a gardener, right now, if you're living in the Midwest with all the rain and then sunshine and then rain and then sunshine, weeds are out of control, baby. Well, it's the same thing with your mental garden. You don't put anything in there, you don't do anything with it, the weeds are going to get out of control. All right, so I kind of drifted off just a little bit there, but I want to get back to what we're talking about, it's self-confidence and that's self-esteem. Having all four legs aligned on that chair the mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical, man, not only is that going to build your self-confidence, 
the more stable that baby is, the more you focus on that thing, that's self-respect, that's that self-discipline it takes, it's going to establish that self-confidence. And once again, self-confidence is fragile, but keep working at it, and it's going to turn into that self-esteem. And that self-esteem is that overall belief you have not only in yourself, but that ability to remain disciplined, that ability to respect yourself, the ability not to compare yourself to others, the ability not to focus in on the negativity that others throw your way. You know, you're going to be judged regardless. Sometimes people think if they do nothing, that they're not going to be judged. People are judging. Unfortunately, that's what it is. And uh, Aristotle once said, there's only three ways to avoid being judged or avoid criticism from others. Do nothing, say nothing, and be nothing. So if you do absolutely nothing with your life, if you say absolutely nothing, and you become absolutely nothing, I guess maybe you're not going to be judged. But then somebody's going to say, why don't you do anything with your life? Yeah. Do something. Say something. Be something. You're going to be judged anyway. But don't listen to those naysayers. Don't listen to those critics. And I want you to think about this. It's something I read not too long ago. And um, I, looking through my notes here as I was talking, I wrote it down. This is kind of a, th- th- this was good for me. And I'm hopefully, I know this is going to be good for somebody out there, hopefully most of you. People doing better than you will never be the ones criticizing you or trying to pull you down or trying to poke fun at you for going after a vision or a dream or for doing something, saying something, and being something. I'm going to say that again. People doing better than you. And you, said, you may say, wait a minute, you just said not to judge, not to compare. We, we, we know when people are doing, you know, we got mentors that are doing what we want to be doing. Yeah, they're doing better than us. But I guarantee you this, your mentors, the people that are doing better than you, are not the ones that will be criticizing you or pulling you down, trying to poke fun of you, make fun of you. No, they're not going to be criticizing. Why? Because they know that they've got their problems. They know they want to focus on being their absolute very, very best. They're not going to waste time putting somebody else down. Putting somebody else down will never, will never make you feel better, you say, well, it kind of does because they deserve it. No, it, yeah, okay, maybe that temporary, uh, uh, I don't know, hit of, of uh, adrenaline, yeah, put them in their place, that's going to wear off. And then where are you at? You got to go put somebody else down? It's temporary. Work on being your very, very best. How you become your very, very best is you surround yourself with a mentor, surround yourself with people who are doing what you want to do, and then help others up. You're never going to raise yourself, your standards, your self-esteem, your self-respect, your self-discipline, your self-confidence by putting someone else down. It will never happen. And, and some of you say, well, yeah, but the, the, these other people are doing far better than I am, and they're complete jerks. You don't know the battles they're fighting. Everybody's superficial on social media anyway, right? Yeah. Everybody posed like the world's all sunshine and rainbows. We're all fighting battles. We are. And then, of course, you got the other side, the ones with the victim mindset. Everything, they're a victim of absolutely everything. They're offended by absolutely everything. That is not a helpful way to live. That is zero self-confidence and zero self-esteem. And that didn't just happen overnight. That's from playing that victim card for so many years. Now they actually believe it to be a reality. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough. That's why this podcast is so important. That's why us communicating, that's why when you... uh, post things on my social media pages. I love it because I know we're collectively working together. 
And here's a little thing about avoiding, I don't want to say avoiding criticism, but not staking too much in, of your time of an investment into people that, for whatever reason, are rude, mean, and disrespectful. Love, block, and delete. What I mean by that is you got somebody that, uh, and I like to use the word hater because they're hating themselves or fighting their own battles. But for whatever reason, they just feel the need to try and put you down because maybe they think it's going to help them feel better. I don't know. But love, block, and delete is this. Love them because God says we're supposed to love everybody, but God also says we're supposed to love ourselves. So that means we block, we delete, we ban, and get that negativity out. Get that negative weed out of your garden. Do not let it grow in there. Don't waste time arguing with them. Unfortunately, a lot of these trolls, they have nothing better to do. Let them be miserable on their own. You say, well, maybe I should try and help them. You can try, but if they're going out of their way to be negative, if you're posting all kinds of positive content on your page and you're being a positive, upbeat person, you're already projecting a positive you're trying to help them. They have to help themselves. You only got so much time. Spend that time on helping those that really want your help. That establishes your self-confidence, your self-esteem, your self-respect, and your self-discipline. Can you kind of see a common theme here of what we've been talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe the time's already flown by. Good show? Yeah. Well, uh, next week, got a special guest coming on. I'm going to save it. Uh, you'll, you'll find out. And we're going to wrap up next week, our last week of healthfulness. And with that, we're going to talk about uh, uh, more of the physical but also back to the mental side of things on self-growth and self-development and the little steps it takes to be your absolute very best to live your best kick in life. So think about the four legs of the chair. You got the mental, you got the spiritual, you got the emotional, you got the physical. Get those babies in balance. Also realize people that are doing better than you are never going to be the ones criticizing you. What that means is it's the people below you are trying to pull you down to their level. Don't let them do it. Now, you can offer a hand to help them up. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't you dare offer both hands where they're pulling you back down with them, wallowing their misery and their pity and their victim mindset. Don't do it to yourself. It's not worth it. Pour out your positivity. Do what you can to help out others. But make sure, you know, they, they, they don't pull it down. Misery enjoys what? Company. Don't, don't be there for that. Pity party. What's wrong with pity parties? Nobody brings gifts. They only bring more pity. Don't be a part of that. That does not help your self-esteem and self-confidence. All right, folks. Wow. Good stuff. Well, thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy day. I hope it was worth it for you. If you found value in this message, please share it with somebody else that you know could benefit from this. You know they need this. You know it's going to help them. And please give us a little five-star review. Give us a little shout-out to let others know what we're doing. So collectively, we're working on building that tribe to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. Yeah, by empowering one another to believe in ourselves, to develop that self-esteem and our self-confidence, which leads to our greater level of self-esteem, which is, you know, the ultimate is that great self-respect for ourselves. And here's, if you don't respect yourself, and unfortunately too, too many people do not, there's no way you're going to respect anybody else. You can't respect somebody else if you don't respect yourself. Yeah, that's just all there is to it. All right, where can we be found? Well, anywhere. We're worldwide, baby. I say that, and it sounds a little arrogant, but I say that because I'm, <laughs> I, 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 one, I keep saying I can't believe I've got my own show. I can't believe this is episode 160. That's a lot of hard work on the back end to lead up to this, but we are worldwide now, man. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast from online, it's Kickin' Life Podcast, K-I-C-K-I-N, Life 
podcast.com. Of course, our social media pages, Kicking Life with Master Grogan on Facebook. Uh, Live Your Best Kicking Life, also on Facebook. Bullyproof Our Kids, Facebook. And then Instagram is Kicking Life, K-I-C-K-I-N Life. And if you're in the Edwardsville area, our Instagram page for our martial arts studio is Grogan's Martial Arts, G-R-O-G-A-N-S, and then Martial Arts, M-A-R-T-I-A-L-A-R-T-S. And the same thing, Grogan's Martial Arts on Facebook. Check that thing out. Come and see uh, um, what our academy is all about. Our Academy of Life Changers is what we call ourselves there. Work on life skills, character development, uh, empowering kids to believe in themselves, to become bullyproof. And more or less bullyproof is defeating that bully within, learning how to push themselves to be their very, very best. Yeah, good stuff, right? And I'm blessed. I uh, met with all the principals in the Edwardsville School District, so I'll be traveling around and giving uh, my bullyproof, I, I am bullyproof and qualities of a champion speech to, yeah, I mean, literally, there's usually about 500 kids in a school. Uh, I'm going to, I guess, 10 different schools. What is that? Is that 5,000? Hey, there we go. There's, there's some good adding. <laughs> And uh, and then the high school alone has got about 3,000. So good stuff, just a way to impact the, the youth here with positivity and just saying kind of the same thing I'm saying here on the show, but focusing the message on kids, helping them believe in themselves, not give up on their dreams. And once again, being nice, being respectful, being polite, using powerful words like please and thank you, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, no, sir, no, ma'am, yeah, making eye contact, shaking hands, all those core values, and that's all self-respect. All right, well, that's all I got for you today, folks. Thank you so very much once again for listening. Please share this with somebody else and how I end every show, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. This Lord knows we need it right now, just a little love. That's it. Somebody out there is hurting. Somebody could use that smile, that thank you, that hi, how are you today? Do it. It only takes a second. And I'm telling you, it makes you feel so much better, and that'll help your self-esteem and self-worth as well. All right, I love you. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week, another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.